Good morning, Nachum. Today is Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Shmos. With Parshas Shmos, we begin the second book. And interestingly, the Ramban calls the book of Shmos Sefer Hagolos Vagula, meaning the book of the exile, and it's the first one of the Jewish people, as was told to Avraham at the Brisbane Absorim in chapter 15 in Bereshis, the Gerye Zaracha Be'eretz Lolohem, that your descendants are going to be strangers in a land which is not theirs, Avodum, and they will next be enslaved, Inuyosum, and they will be persecuted for 400 years, and then they will go out with great wealth. So we have the implantation of the prophecy that was given to Abram Avinu and <clears throat> the important part of the book is that really Shmos could have, should have been one of the shorter books of the Torah, namely the Parsha of Shmos is the, this, the, the Torah describing how Paro sets and puts into motion our becoming slaves and Hashem choosing Moshe at the burning bush and a good part of the parsha is Moshe's resisting to go to Paro not wanting to slight his brother Aharon. Moshe is away from the people, the slaves, for 60 years that he is in Midian. And Aharon was there maintaining the spirits and the belief of the people. Moshe did not want to hurt his brother. Hashem assures him that he will come to greet him. And Hashem is assuring Moshe that Aaron is going to be genuinely, genuinely happy for his younger brother and will harbor no ill will as, quote, his being passed up. So, next week's Parsha, you have seven out of the ten plagues. In Parsha's bow, the last three plagues and the preparation for and the actual exodus from. In Parshas Peshalach, you have the incredible miracle of splitting of the Red Sea. And then we have in Yisro, the purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, to receive the Torah, and if you wish, the Mishpatim as well. But really, the book could have ended there comes along the Ramban and says no, that until we have erected and constructed a sanctuary in the desert, until that time we have not come to complete Geula, complete redemption, namely not just a physical but a spiritual redemption as well. In the very beginning of Pasha Shmos, we find that 
Paro is neurotic, concerned about the Hebrews joining against them should another power come and uh, attack Egypt. So Paro is implementing the scheme of killing first the Jewish boys because, after all, he was told by his astrologers that there will be born to the Hebrews a man who's going to lead them out. So Paro addresses the Mialdos, the women who were the midwives, and tells them that in the process of helping the Jewish women in their act of giving birth, they should use their skills to kill the Jewish boys at that time. The Torah tells us that the midwives defied Paro's request, and literally they gave life to the boys. Who are these Mialdos? Who are these midwives? So the Torah tells us in chapter 1, verse 15, the name of one of them was Shifra, and the name of the other was Pua. Now Rashi tells us, who are these women, Shifra and Pua? Shifra is really Yocheved, Moshe's mother, al shame because Mishaperes is Havlad. She was the one who literally cleaned the baby and made him beautiful. And more than that, says the Baal Haturim, the reason why she was called Shifra is because when, God forbid, a baby had trouble breathing, she would insert a tube, which is in Hebrew, Eshfoferes, and have the tube down into the baby's uh, stomach and would blow fresh air and literally revive the baby. So whether it's the fulfillment of that they gave life to, she gave life to the baby boys, or she cleaned the, the baby boys. That's why Yochebed is called Shifra, and the second one is called Pua, and Rashi tells us this is Miriam, Moshe's sister, because she uh, comforted the babies. She calmed them down, poo poo poo, as only women can. And therefore, this was the dynamic duo of mother and daughter. Asks Reb Yeruchim Levavitz in his Sefer Das Torah. Wait a minute. 
if we know their names to be Yocheber and Miriam, why does the Torah call them Shifra and Pua by their actions? And he comes out with a very profound idea. And the idea is that a name represents the essence of a person. Just like the Torah teaches in chapter 2 of Bereshis that Adam gave names to each of the animals and it's not as if he had a book with the names arranged alphabetically and random he said you're a zebra and you're a dog and a cat etc no he understood the nature of the animals and gave a name which reflected that nature similarly the Torah is calling Yochebed and Miriam by their actions which are on the surface quote small actions but yet these small actions define them as quote big people now a big thing that a person might do naturally gets recognition gets recognition from others and gets recognition from oneself there's a sense of a very good feeling when a person does something which is big however small things are not noticeable oh and the small things if they are done for the right reason they're done for truly altruism done from the goodness of one's heart this defines the individual and transforms that person from a small person to a great person the late Reb David Kronglass the Mashgiach in Ner Yisrael said that a small person occasionally does a big thing and a big person constantly does small things. The Torah is teaching us a very important lesson that it is the small things that make a big person. Now, be it small, quote, mitzvos, I don't mean qualitatively, but when those that are done Bahalten, those that are done secretly, quietly in one's kitchen, the Afrasha Schala, the pots and pans and silverware, plates that we eat upon, Tvilas Kalim, these are all things that are, quote, relatively small with no fanfare. This is what creates Kedusha in the home. Yaakov Avinu goes back for Pachim Ketanim, for small little items, because to Yaakov they are so important, realizing that all the small things that he has was given to him by God as a gift, and therefore he taught us 
not only quote we don't book that special gift quote in the mouth meaning that we treasure all the small things now this is especially important for us to remember the Jewish community this past Wednesday lost a giant within the Jewish community Rav Matis Solomon the Rosh Yeshiva of the great Yeshiva in Lakewood and he was a person who was involved as a clown person. He was selfish, selfless, involved in the tzibur. He was into, quote, everything. He was into individuals. He was into Jews in Russia. And he literally was one who was able to influence communities and individuals. Rav Matisyahu clarified matters of Musa and Torah to thousands and thousands of people and through his insights, knowledge and love influenced so many. What is the Indian of Kavod HaTorah, he would ask? Among other things, by us showing Kavod to a person or to any other matter of Torah, we are machshir ourselves by our showing Kavod. We enable ourselves to become influenced by that person, to receive a hashba'ah influence from that person or from that matter of Torah. He practiced what he preached. By his giving kavod to others, he became a person of kavod that influenced us. I can tell you that what does it mean to understand that Talmud maybe lite maisa, that the purpose of studying is to refine our character, to do those, quote, not only big things, but small things. Aside from his duties in the yeshiva, Rav Matisyo involved himself in communal matters, also with people, with individuals. A number of years ago, there were a number of high school girls in Lakewood who were unfortunately not accepted into any school. Rathmatisyohu made a call, Kore. He made a pronouncement that no girls' high school should open for that semester until these girls were placed. Everyone listened and the girls were placed. Such was the respect and love that the Lakewood community had for the Mashkiah. May we continue to be the Talmudim of the great Rosh Hashiva and by our being involved in the community, by our taking the needs 
of individuals by doing what appears to be small acts of chesed, we can learn to Im- imitate him to become a very great person. Shabbat Shalom to all.